Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Spiritually Empowered Podcast. Let's take a deep breath. (sighs) Thanks for being here with me today. I hope that you're doing amazing. I feel really fucking at peace. Like, I literally feel so at peace. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you have heard about this shift for me moving from my core value being integrity and being right with my soul and right and wrong and left and right. You know, that core value of integrity has served me for many years. And if you listen to my previous episodes, you probably heard me say, now it's joy, baby. I'm experimenting what it feels like and what my life looks like from the inside out when I am driven by joy. Your values drive your life. If you value freedom, you're driven by freedom. Whatever you place at your values, whatever you put um, as your values is what you're creating. And it's so important because every action that we take It's led by something. Do you know what is leading your actions, right? And this is such a powerful way to step into leadership with ourselves. Know your values. What drives you? What moves you, right? What's the driver of you? What do you care about? And another way to embody this internal leadership is to travel, time travel, time travel to your last couple weeks of life. Be with me in this for a second. It can be beautiful. It doesn't have to be scary or hard. We are infinite and we're inside of a temporary body, right? Our time is not forever on this planet in these bodies. And whatever that feels like for you in this moment is great and fine. And I love you in that space, whatever that makes you feel like. And what if this awareness, this remembrance of your death actually lifted you right now? What if it was like, oh my God, this life is so precious. Every moment is so precious. It's so beautiful. This is heaven on earth throughout the ups and the downs. So time travel with me to your last couple weeks. Who do you want to have touched? What lives do you want to have affected? If you could say something and uplift one type of person, who would that be? And really feel into this right now. All time is now. That's my invitation. Here's been my answer for the last couple years. It's empathic souls. If I could say something to anybody, I would look inside of the, in, in the eyes of an empathic soul and say, you are a miracle on this planet. I am so fucking glad that you exist. Your tender heart, your depth, your willingness to be your sensitive, emotionally available self is exactly what this world needs to become unnumb, to stop running from ourselves. You are the blessing we've been waiting for. 
You are so powerful. You are so needed. You are not fucked up. You are not broken. Let me help you remember who you truly are. You're a non-conformist. You're a seer. You're a mystic. You are not willing to drink the poison of bullshit. And that's why you feel the pain of this world. Because you're not willing to stuff down the truth. And you are the bravest person I know. And yeah, I'm totally speaking to you right now. And I'm speaking to a past version of me. Usually, who we are here to empower, uplift, and serve, and lead is who we used to be. Why? Because it matters to us. We want to make it easier for people who we know what that path is like a little bit. I know what it feels like to be so overwhelmed, to be so bombarded by spirits and energies and chaos and to not have direction, to not trust my direction and my internal compass. I know what it feels like to be so sensitive that you just feel fucked up and too much and not enough. And you get swept up in that, right? I know what that's like. I know what it's like to have all of these gifts and not know where to place them in the world. I know what it's like to be terrified of starting a business, of putting yourself out there, of singing on stage, of speaking, of being seen, of talking into a camera and putting it into the world. I know what it feels like. And I also know what fucking freedom feels like. And no, I don't have it all figured out. But my whole life is devoted to this soul journey. The soul journey of growth, empowerment, evolution, and service. And when we go from the mind and drop into the body, we have a deep, deep knowing. A carnal... My cat is scratching my couch. Uni, behave. (laughs) We have, speaking about carnal and like animalistic, we have this deep, embodied, quiet, sexy, kinky knowing about what's right for our souls. We got to be tuned into this knowing if we want to be badasses who live our mission. We have to know when something is ready to die within us or in our lives, a relationship, a job. We have to be willing, my love, to leave, to make space, to walk, to change our plans, to be flexible. I recorded a 10-minute podcast 30 minutes ago and I scrapped it and here I am. I'm here. I'm flexible. I'm jiving and moving and spiraling and, and, and sinking deeper into the message that I wanted to deliver tonight. I'm stubborn as fuck, and I'm also really flexible. It's wonderful to be stubborn with your dream. Unmovable. Unmovable. You cannot budge me. And that's not... a. a That's not coming from hate or anger. It's a ruthless love. It's a carnal love. It's an embodied love. This matters to me. So what matters to you? And sometimes how we can find that, my love, is to to be asked some really penetrative questions. Like when you're on your deathbed, 
Who do you want to have awakened or help to awaken? If you could say one thing to one type of person, what would you say to who? As we breathe and as we journey from the mind down into the heart, down into the womb, down into your roots, maybe you don't have a womb, down into your roots, whatever it is, your depth, what is the deep embodied you guiding you to the old paradigm of leadership is about shoulds and hierarchy and mind and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until we get that goal or we manifest that thing or we make that money or we accomplish this thing before we kick back and get off on the ride on the journey it is sexual we're sexual beings we're sensual beings And there is this level of tension, this really sexy tension in regards to what's next for you. Ooh, like what's next? Where are you drawn? And sometimes we figure out what's next by looking at, ooh, this is not working. Like, ooh, like crash burn type of this is not working. This is not what I want. I don't like that. I don't want this. Here's where I'm headed. Here's my new desire. And that's the blessing of contrast. Wow, I don't want this nine to five job or wow, I don't want to feel this way. So that is guiding you and leading you to where you're meant to be. Let me tell you something that's really important. Whatever you're desiring right now in your heart, in your body, in your womb, in your, should I say it? In your pussy. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not going to censor myself, my friend. This is about leadership. And leaders don't ask for permission. They give permission. So whatever the deep, dark, whatever, whatever your desire is deep in your body, I don't care if it's money. I don't care if it's love. It's beautiful. It's probably a couple things. Whatever desire is most alive for you, I want you to know this. Please listen to this. It's meant for you. You're meant for it. You are absolutely 100% meant for it. I got this message this morning. I was like, Ashley, this desire that you have, guess what? So here's the thing about leadership. When I start to feel a certain way or when I'm meditating, whatever it is, and I need to dominate myself with love. I need to lead myself. I need to be the pillar of consciousness for myself. Like if I start to go into doubt, I I say to myself, Ash, listen, you are loved. You are powerful. Leadership happens on the inside first. We lead from the inside out. How do you lead yourself out of a dark space? Sometimes it's leading yourself deeper into the dark space. Sometimes it's leading yourself out. And you could say that's the masculine pole. You could say that's the masculine pole. It's more than that. And it's not gender. It's energy. It's frequency. But you could say that's the erect pole of here's where we're headed. 
Here's where we're headed. Here's where we're headed. Whereas this feminine spiral is, here's where I am. Here's where I am. Here's where I am. Both are necessary. Think about the tree. It travels deep down. Here's where I am. I'm growing down. I'm descending into the wet, fertile soil. Where are we going? Towards the sun. The vision for the tree is to grow up and out, to expand up and out. And as it expands up and out, it's also expanding down and in, right? And another old way of leadership is very thought-based, very mental, very let's go up and up and up and up and keep going up and keep bettering and raising your vibration. And wait a minute. Do we want to miss our lives by being so mental about it? What about the present moment? What about right now? What about the deep, dark, mm? What about here? This is the inner marriage. It's the inner marriage of these two energies that are so beautiful, that are so dynamic. And this is a simplified way to put it. And so as you breathe, and you steady yourself in this present moment. And as you journey into this space of here and now, welcoming all of you, welcoming your sensations, welcoming your desires here and now, growing your roots down like a tree. The next question is, where are you guiding your life? Are you guiding your thoughts every day? Because guess what, my love? If we don't guide our thoughts, they guide us. And we are at the mercy of the thoughts that just pop up, which (laughs) they're not that pretty sometimes. This is about the age of Aquarius, spiritual technology, remembering that we are the visionaries. How do you lead your own energy? How do you lead your mind to a more beautiful place? Because if you're not grounded in the heart, your body's going to feel that and it's going to revolt. We have to be, this is just my opinion and what I've experienced, have to be very genuine and heart-centered in order to be trusted as leaders, right? So if we want our body to trust us, And if we're telling ourselves, you are safe, you are loved, here's the vision, you can have whatever you want, the body's going to call bullshit if we're not truly present. Right? And I'm sure you've maybe felt that. It's like when you do a positive affirmation, you know, I have $10 million, I have $10 million, I have $10 million, and your body's like, no, you fucking don't. Wait. You can feel the dissonance, right? Versus I'm healing my relationship to money and I'm loving it. Can you feel the difference? And that's being attuned to where you're at. It's like working with a client. I, my job is to attune to them. Ooh, this is so, this is a cool example of leadership. When I sit with a client one-on-one, I'm listening. I'm loving them. I'm loving them exactly 
the way they are because I know that they're the gosh damn goddamn guru. They're the guru and they're already enlightened and they're already awakened. They're just remembering and they're releasing some shit that they don't need anymore. So when I look at them in the eyes in person or on the screen, I'm listening and I'm loving. And I am holding that space of all of you is welcome here. And I let them share, right? And that's my leadership. It's giving the other person the microphone. In that moment, my leadership looks like deep listening. And my capacity to deeply listen to somebody else is my capacity to deeply listen to myself. So if my being says, I can't go another day in this relationship, if my body says, I cannot go another day, it is my duty to follow through with that deep embodied wisdom. And I do it. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm proud of myself because I live according to my deep truth. And however it shifts and changes is perfect. So in the client session, I have a vision of their healed state. I know where we're going, right? They're in the receiving space, right? I'm in the guiding space. Well, I'm not really guiding. Great spirit's actually guiding, but I'm holding the vision of their healed self. I'm holding a vision of their next empowerment, of their next level. I'm holding that higher vision. It's like when you hire a coach and they kind of believe in you, maybe more than you believe yourself. They're holding a high bar that you get to step into bigger shoes because you're being witnessed through the eyes of love. You're being supported. That's one of the most beautiful things that we get to do for each other. This is Age of Aquarius. Age of Pisces was about the lone wolf spirituality. Go to a mountaintop. And I'm not saying, you know, for all the monks to come off the mountaintops, we need them there, you know, the people that are called to do that. But generally, this Age of Pisces, and that's the age that we're stepping out of right now, was about lone wolf spirituality. It's about giving our power away to spiritual gurus. It's about guruing others and the hierarchy of I'm below them or they're above me or this spiritual teacher has all the answers. Fuck that. You have all the answers. And if a teacher or a guide says something that resonates with you, babe, that's because that shit was already inside of you. That's because they just mirror, it's a remembrance. They just mirrored back to you a truth that you already know and feel and you just remembered. You are the one in the power, babe. What's up? <laughs> and the person, a person of power is a person of responsibility. Straight up. A person of power is a person who's here to make a difference. To whom much is given, much is required. And that doesn't have to be this hard, hard duty or responsibility. This gets to be the greatest mission of our entire lifetime. My mission brings me so much pleasure, like it's insane. When I teach, even if I'm scared, you know, even if I'm nervous before, yeah. 
that's totally real for me. I'll get nervous, whatever it is. After I teach or guide or lead or whatever it is, I go home, I am high on life. Your mission does not have to be this hard, hard, oh, it's so long and hard and this path is... And this path is like difficult and oh, whatever. It can be so sexy and fun. And with my core value of joy, we're fucking riding that out. Like that's where I'm headed. Like I am literally creating more joy for myself and more joy for the planet. And the age of Pisces is about giving your power away to anything, drugs, substances, people, anything that you hand your power away to, we're, we have to wake up to that right now with love. As we become more conscious and honest with ourselves, this is what I believe, we need to be even more loving. Because something I've seen in myself in the past is, okay, holy fuck, I'm doing you know this shadow work and I'm like, uh-oh, I just noticed I keep doing this thing. Oh, God, I keep like overeating or I keep numbing out or I keep attracting this type of person. It's like, damn, you know. Let's be even more loving. We're going to keep waking up to ourselves. And it doesn't have to be hard work. Why do we have to call it working on ourselves? Work, 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 work. Shaman Dirk taught me like the word work comes from a slave mentality. Work, 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 work. Does that word feel good in your body? Does it feel exciting? Money is exciting. Prosperity is sexy. Work, work, work. Can you sense the difference? I'm going to work. This is work. And maybe you have a different relationship to that word, and that's fine. But for me, I'm like, oh, that's just dry. I'm going to go to a rock and roll concert, and that's how I'm going to teach and lead the world. (laughs) I have this dream. I have this dream of being like a Tony Robbins style, like spiritual teacher and, and playing music and singing and just elevating groups. I have that dream and I can see it in my third eye. I can see that it's meant for me. I have no damn idea how it's going to happen. But ever since I was a kid, like I've always known that I have a special gift for singing and for teaching. Actually, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a teacher and a singer. Like I literally knew just like Jane Goodall. If correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe I remember the story of Jane Goodall, um, And she fell asleep when she was like four years old in a chicken coop. She knew she was destined to be in love with animals. When the soul is young, when we're children, usually, if not all the time, we have a remembrance of who we came here to be in this life. She literally wanted to watch the chickens lay eggs. She fell asleep in the chicken coop and her family was like, where is, you know, where is she? Where is she? She was being with the animals like she knew that was her destiny. And when she's a kid, she just knew she loved it. And when we become adults, we can complicate stuff. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I meant to do? What do you love? What are you good at? Yeah. Aquarius is where we're heading, right? Age of Aquarius. 
I really love Aquarius energy. They're extremely intellectual. They have a lot of discernment. Pisces, on the other hand, I'm a Pisces. So, and I like to look at both the shadow and the light aspects of a placement, right? And, you know, as a Pisces, and my Venus is in Pisces, good God, um, it's beautiful. One of the things that I've had to watch out for with being a Pisces is, and it's also something I love, so interesting, right? Yin and yang. It is getting lost in the sauce. Getting so in the dream world that you're just lost in the sauce. I can feel it. Like I can feel that energy in me of I could just like fucking drift off and just not even do life, not even mow my lawn, not even brush my hair. Like I could literally just go off to a different dimension. See you later. Not going to get lost in the sauce. I'm firmly planted. I can travel dimensions for clients and stuff, and I can travel and time travel and do all these cool things like we all can. Yet one of the shadows of Pisces is disillusionment, right? And so this age of Pisces that we're coming out of is like, shit, we got, we got some stuff to build around here. You know, let's be present in thy physical reality. Ground down, put down the drugs, put down the substances, put down some of those distractions. I mean this with no judgment. I was there. And really look at what vision are we holding for the world? Your visions, your most thought about visions, your fantasies become a reality, right? And shamanism says, you know, we are dreaming our worlds into being. And science is saying, because another thing about Aquarius is it's spirit science. It's the type of energy that puts a monk up to the EKG, I guess that's what it's called, I think, and, and studies the brainwaves. Like it's spirit science, it's spirit techno technology. It's the blending and the merging of ancient and modern. It's that union. That's where we're headed. That's where that's what we're creating in this moment. And it starts with you. You are the change. You know, we could walk into our family's house and say, here's what you should do and eat the vegetables and, you know, stop taking this medication and you should meditate. We could do that. Or we could be the change, embody our highest self, walk into our family's house and not even say a word. And they'll feel something. Maybe they will, maybe they'll not. Maybe that's not the point. The point is that we're here to be the change. To walk the talk. Teachings are meaningless if there's not a level of depth and embodiment. Right? Mm. If you're listening to this and you're like, damn... I'm feeling this call to really amp up my leadership. 
And the interesting thing is something I've been exploring, which you may have also heard about in my previous podcast episodes, is sacred sexuality. And there's going to be a whole episode coming up on that. And also some interviews. So hey, stick around. Thanks for being here. But this idea of leadership goes all the way to the bedroom. You know, do you have a desire to have more like power play? Maybe, maybe not. Do you have a desire to own more of your energy and to be owned? Like, do you have that calling to lead in these different areas of your life? And again, sometimes leadership looks like deep listening, deep heartfelt listening, right? And in my past relationship, it was really important to me to play both roles. Like, fuck yeah. To me, that's the new way. (laughs) Like, to me, that's like the cool shit. It's like, I could be dom. I could be sub. (laughs) Like, You know, is, is playing these different parts. And it's so fun. And it's so freeing. And you could see it as, okay, in the bedroom, yes. And also in coaching sessions, being a coach and being coached, being an ear to your friend and your friend being an ear to you, like that play of back and forth and support. And if we want to go to the next level in that play of being led and leading, again, it starts inside of ourselves. And it starts with acknowledging how you want that to evolve for you. Do you want to become a coach? Do you want to have more power play in the bedroom? You know, it starts with naming your desires here. And what's cool about the spaces that I hold is I literally help all of us in my groups plug into spirit so that we're not dreaming from the mind, but we're actually going to a deeper place. We're traveling together. Yes, into the present moment and also into spirit. That's the shamanic space that I hold. And you can travel to spirit without me in that space. Of course, you can absolutely do that. But I believe I can make it a hell of a lot easier and more fun. Right, you can go uh, not quicker, faster, but you can. When you're supported, when somebody's with you, you can have a greater experience sometimes, right? Where you get to 10x versus kind of, you know, writing your own map or you know doing it on your own. Again, that age of Pisces of I'll just go alone. I'll just go alone. There's nothing wrong with that, but maybe it's time to link arms. And to let yourself soften into somebody else's leadership, right? I'll dom you and <laughs> in the spaces that I hold, not sexually, my love, obviously, but, you know, I'll lead you. I play with those words now. So I would love to have you soften into leadership, into spaces that I hold. And I have an event that's actually, so right now it's Thursday, February 16th. Oh shit, it's already the 16th. It's 12 o'clock. Anyways, I have an event today, Thursday. It doesn't matter when you're watching this because I'll have the replay available. But I have an event all about embodying your awakened leadership in your unique way, not in Ashley's way, in your way. 
This is about having clarity on who you want to be and how you want to lead your life and your community. Aquarius is about crystal clear clarity. It's about clarity of the mind, cleanliness and clarity of our vision. So if you have this, you know, clouded vision, maybe it's time to really download a clear vision from spirit. And again, I'd love to help you with that. I'd love to be there with you for that. So I'll have everything in the show notes um, so that you can either join us live or listen and watch the replay. Either way, it's going to change your life. I know it. If you show up with your tea, with your matcha, with your cacao, you give your all to this container, embody awakened leadership, I know it's going to fucking rock your world because inside of you is everything that you already need and have. It's just about releasing what you don't need, releasing what's not essential so you can wake up and stir that power that's already in you. Your mission's already in you. Who you came to be is already in you. It's about unearthing that and stepping into that energy together. My love, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing this episode with somebody you love if it spoke to you. Thank you for rating the show on uh, Spotify, five stars. If you love the show, thank you for posting a review to iTunes. If you love the show, that really, really helps me. And it's just a way to give back to the teachings that I share. And it gives me energy to keep showing up. So thank you for that. And I'm really, really grateful that you're here, my love. I'm so excited to stay connected and continue to be of soul service to you on your incredible path. I love you so much and I'll see you very soon. Hey love, thank you so much for tuning in today for Spiritually Empowered Podcast. I hope you absolutely loved this episode and if you did, please share it with somebody who you really feel would benefit from these teachings and from this remembrance. I hope you have an incredible day wherever you're at in your world and I will talk to you very soon. Love you.